Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. So before we start today's show, I wanted to get a word from our sponsor. So who here has tried to sell a house and been told by a real estate agent, yeah, mate, yeah, this piece of shit of a house, I'll get you 800000 for this. No worries at all. Only to be told three weeks later, or two weeks later, or whatever, oh, no, you, you'll have to drop the prices. You're just not getting any interest. And then it gets passed at auction, and you're stressed out trying to sell it because you've got mortgage payments, bills, and everything else that comes with life. Well, stress no more. Barry Plant Craigieburn will look after you without the stresses of trying to sell a house. I've had first-hand experience in selling a house with Barry Plant, and they've smashed the reserve price quite easily both times. Also, if you are looking at renting an investment property, they will look after you as well with getting the best tenants possible with thorough background checks. You don't have to do anything except watch the rent come in into your account. Barry Plant will take care of everything. No stress and no worries. Just ask for Damien Cavalli at uh, Barry Plant Craigieburn or any of the other friendly staff and they will look after you. Just say hashtag kangaroos or Dean or Dean Vasic recommended you. Also, Damien's North supporter, so he's more than happy to ch- chat about North while he's uh, looking after your best interest as far as buying or selling a house or even renting an investment property. So just call Barry Plant Craigieburn on 9305-5533 or go to www.barryplant.com.au. Anyways, that's it. On with the show. Welcome to another episode. My name is Dean Vasic. You can find me on Twitter at hashtag Kangas or on Instagram at hashtag Kangaroos Podcast. So I did another episode today. I did one earlier uh, talking about the AFL men's, did some uh, end-of-season player reviews with uh, Frank Descalzo. And I'm back back a few hours later talking AFLW with none other than Loza. Um, yeah, I felt like it's been a while since we ch- chatted about AFLW in general, um, so I thought I'd get the expert in AFLW and yeah, talked a lot of things about that. So it isn't a North Melbourne-specific podcast. We did talk a little bit about Jazz Garner and how good she is, but um, not too much. Um, yeah, like I said, it was just um, a talk about uh, AFLW in general. So if you want to keep listening, go ahead. Um, if you're a big AFLW fan, if not, um, yeah, uh, I'll catch you uh, next week, I guess. And um, yeah, go from there. Anyways, I won't hold you up anymore. I'll bring on Loza right now. All right, so I'm joined by my good, close, personal friend, Loza, even though I've never met her. Um, yeah, now, we're just doing an AFLW chat, just catching up. Um, we're halfway through the season, but that's not important right now. What's important is what uh, your Richmond girls to, to uh, the top team last week. Um, talk us through it. Uh, how, how are your emotions uh, with about five minutes to go? I'm going to guess your heart rate was probably close to 200, but... Um, uh- yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, what were your feelings? <laughs> I didn't check the um, the heart rate monitor at the time. I, I probably should have actually. Um, yes, it was very, very tense. Um, unfortunately, had my wisdom teeth out early last week, so I didn't manage to get to the game as much as I was wanting to. So was at home watching it alone with, well, with, with Twitter. Twitter. Twitter is my friend when I'm, you know, alone watching games because I get so nervous that I have to tweet all my thoughts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they always uh, say it's a good therapy thing that um, yeah, getting getting it out of your out of your head, not on, onto a piece of paper or onto onto social networking, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I love just sharing all my thoughts. It's great, it's good fun. <laughs> um, it was just it was 
when the, so the first quarter was really good. Like I thought, oh, you know, we need to, we're, you know, we're putting in a really strong effort. I'm really impressed with how we're holding them and we need to take our chances. We were kicking into the wind and I was like, oh, we did really well considering, but I didn't really expect necessarily that they would continue that level, um, that level of effort, that level of pressure that they really brought. But um, it was just a fantastic win and you could see how much it meant to them, which was super important. By saying that when you've got a when you're missing a key defender like Beck Miller, who's been such a strong part of our defense in the past year or so and really like saved our bacon in a bunch of games and saved us from being, you know, further being in worse positions a lot of times. Um, to not have her and you're facing, you know, the top of the ladder three hundred and something percent Brisbane Lions, um, mm. and your defense is made up of we've got Libby Graham, Caitlin Cox, Ailish Sheeran, who are all new to the club this season, to be able to come out and put in such a committed defensive performance when you're still really figuring out the chemistry and what works and what each other can bring, um, it was just an excellent, excellent um, game from from everyone, basically. It was, as, as you said before, a complete team effort, which is just a really great thing to see. We love, you know, that connection and seeing that the players are playing for each other as well as with each other. So, yeah, it was really good. I I was absolutely pumped. Uh, and I'm glad we got one good game of footy for the day. Um, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Unless you're a Geelong fan, of course, in which case you had a fantastic day. Yeah, 100%. Exactly, exactly right. Um, yeah, and considering you didn't have your captain who was rested, um, Katie Brennan and Vice Captain Sarah Hosking. I mean, that's this is a huge win. Like it's, it's, it's it could have got more I, loved, I loved the shots of them standing, unable to sit down in the in the dying minutes, no. um, cheering and screaming like the rest of us, which was really was really funny because it was just like, yes, that is all of us are like this at the moment. I was pacing around the kitchen at one point, um, you know, getting all the cheese knives ready for the grand final, <laughs> and um. Yeah, so, but yeah, so, yeah, to not have Katie and we brought in Jemima Woods for her first game at Richmond and she's still quite young to bring her in and I thought her level was really good. The tackles that she was able to put on in crucial moments. Um, I was listening to the Credit to the Girls podcast today and they were talking about, uh, Gemma was talking about that um, that in the absence of, of Hosko, who's usually that sort of defensive midfielder, you know, she played that fantastic game on Maddie Press Parkus the other week. So without her and the team, it was Meg McDonald, the Richmond variety, who played on Emily Bates. And although she, you know, Emily Bates is still going to get her possessions and her clearances and she's still going to have an impact, I thought that Meg did really well to, you know, to at least lessen the impact that she would have had otherwise. So, yeah, it was very all the more impressive for everyone that we were missing. Um all the more impressive to see such a team across the board performance. Yeah, hundred percent. There was no, um, yeah, every every player uh, played their role on the team, and you kind of needed it. I mean, if you're going to play against the you know red hot Premiership fancies, then yeah, you're going to need a complete team performance. And uh, yeah, look, uh, defender Maddie Shevlin really stepped up. Oh. Um, I thought she was fantastic. Twenty four uh, yeah. possession, six hundred fifty eight meters gained. You know, that's in- massive. That's oh. so massive. Oh yeah, well that, that, that's that's a game right there. You know, that's that's as good as you know um, anyone. Um, that's in that, football numbers yeah. in a shortened game. Like that's yeah. 
that's awesome. Yeah, no, and you know, I mean, you got uh, Sheeran get 19 touches as well. Yeah, Ali McKenzie, she she always plays a role for the team. She she's very consistent. Um, I love so, Ali McKenzie. I'm waiting for the day when the, one of those big runs that she does pays off and she gets to kick the goal, and it's just I'm going to go off my head. I think I've said that many times before. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just adore her, and I'm really looking forward to this weekend uh, with the Gold Coast game because we'll have Ali McKenzie versus Charlie Robottom, and I just think that's just you know these two bulls um, going at each other is going to be really great. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, you should get your captain back this week, obviously. Uh, I think Hosking's still another week away, is she? Or as far as I yeah, I think so. From what I'm hearing, I'm not. Yeah, and with Katie, I think it's a matter of. They'll sort of pick and choose, I think, what weeks she'll play. It sounds like they're needing to really manage this this injury. So, hmm. um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where we use her. Um, yeah. No, no, Obviously, no, we always – I feel like we always look better with Katie there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So this it was exciting much... to see Mon Conti captain the team this weekend too. Yeah, a couple of players had to miss for her to captain, which is good. But uh, she went, she went from front. I know she didn't have. I think she had her lowest disposals for the uh, uh, single game this year. She only had fourteen, but she still had nine tackles. It was good in the in the thick of it, you know, right in the heart. Yeah, of it. it's always good when you've when you when you are getting like close attention, you're able to have an impact um, however you can. And she is really committed to her defensive side of the game, which is. Um, what, something you really it's really important in being that well-rounded midfielder that she is she's yeah pretty fantastic yeah no she's a very good two-way player um yeah mm-hmm. and, uh, still probably you know got her best football in front of her i would have to think too so <laughs> she's so, ridiculous she's yeah. so young <laughs> yeah i know very young so yeah hopefully uh she'll wear the blue and white stripes one day who knows so yeah uh, <laughs> nah. uh, too Back but off. yeah <laughs> Sorry, I was yeah. watching Heartbreak High. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one of my favourites too. So, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it certainly opens up the competition now that um, yeah, uh, we had this unbeaten team, you know, that uh, looked like it was going to go unbeaten for the whole season. It was just um, who was going to come second, basically, and now it just opens up the competition. So, which is which is really good and what you want to see. So. I mean, in, in saying that, how have, like, as a whole, how have you seen uh, the first half of the season? You've been impressed with it all? I think so. I've really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the um, – I think how to put this. I've really enjoyed seeing my friends um, who go for the, the four new teams, to see my friends and my family get the chance to see their club come into the competition. Hmm. Um. And I've got some very close friends who are Sydney fans. And although it's been obviously really tough for them, um, the pride that they feel in that team and the joy of having, you know, a team in this competition is really important to them. And I love sharing in that. I'm loving, you know, all the little moments that we get to see, all the the videos of, of players getting selected for their first game. I loved Hawthorne announcing... Um, Everest with her mum in the hawker, in the hawkette costume. Did you see that one? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that was fantastic. So yeah, I'm good. loving all of that. And then, yeah. obviously, when it comes to the on-field product, there's been already so many brilliant moments and brilliant performances. And and <laughs> it's funny because you know my my team didn't get a win in their first season, but 
the other day I'm, I'm thinking about like I was watching Port Adelaide and before they got their first win I was like oh you know there, there could be that little cynic part of me that could be like oh well I didn't get a win in my first season but you're just <laughs> so happy for them I'm just so happy for them to get a first win. I was so sad that one of Sydney and Hawthorne had to lose that game because it was like, I really want you both to get your first win. Can't you just both win? Yeah, no, it was a good game. I'm a big softie. It was a good game. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm 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 really enjoying it. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, and it always helps when your team's winning. And my team has won some games, so I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah, well, they've um. They're eighth at the moment. Uh, got Gold Coast. We're in the eight. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, got Gold Coast this week. Who's ninth? Big. Uh, yeah. They're a bit up and down. I'm not too sure what you can expect from them. Um, they're either really good or really poor. So, yeah. Um, but uh, they've been a little more consistent this year. I yeah. guess there's been one or two games where they have really struggled, and they obviously the North game. They you North just completely ran over the top of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As is your want. And that yeah. we will probably do again this week. Um, oh, sorry. Poor Swannies. Poor Swannies. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we look, we've had some really tense, uh, close battles with the Suns, and that's going to make for a very interesting, exciting game. And it's a really good opportunity for both these teams to sort of step up and say, hey, you know, let's let's try and make finals. Let's Let's do this. Let's start to move up in the in this competition and start being you know really uh you know the contenders like let's get up there give it a go yeah 100 yeah, i mean <laughs> there's been a lot of improvements from last year to this year and uh, there were signs um you know even in the pre-season you got girls were having some really good impressive wins early i mean it was it was out a bit on round one but anything can happen in round one it happens in the mess. so yeah it usually takes three or four yeah i mean Unfortunately, it takes three. It is really hard with us. We shut such a short season. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what makes it tough. Like you can, yeah, you can't really afford to slip up much. Um, mm. I so, think Trent well, Cooper said in maybe the third round, he said for Frio, that was it. They hadn't won, so he was like, "We're already thinking that finals aren't going to be a thing for us. We're thinking about okay, what's next for us? What do we need to do future wise? Like that's how much." A, a good start is so important and how a short season really can affect the, the competition and how teams approach it. So, Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, um, yeah, I mean, every team's got a different draw. Some, some teams have got the harder draws. Uh, some teams got uh, easier ones. So it's dictated a lot by that. But uh, eventually when, um, you know, we become a bit more professional, uh, you know, and we can get to, you know, I don't know, 17 rounds eventually, Hopefully, so yeah, each team plays each other one. Rounds, everyone gets, yeah. That would be That's... that would be ideal. Now, there's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a fallback from last week's games. Now, a lot of talk about the LA Crows versus uh, GWS Giants game and the 97 yeah. to one um, shellacking, uh, unfortunately for the Giants. Um, oh, I don't so know. Bad for Alicia much, but... Eva. That was her fiftieth game. And she yeah. said today she was, you know, she gave a really good interview. And one of the things she said, though, was that she was just, she'd never left a field so devastated. And I was just so sad for her because she's such a, she's an excellent player. She's a brilliant leader. Like, anytime I hear her speak, I'm so impressed with Alicia Eva. Um, I have already, uh, you know, marked her down for um, an assistant coaching position at Richmond in the next few years. Thank you, Richmond, if you want to um, take my 
you know, my, my advice would be snap her up before GWS do. Uh, I think they already have, but I, yeah, I just love it. I adore her as a player and yeah, and a fantastic leader. But yeah, look, there was, it's hard because when you have this big margin, people ask questions, you get a lot of bad faith questions from people who don't really have any interest in women's sport or AFLW in particular, and really just want to come on and come out and be like, you know, well, you suck. And yeah, it's easy, easy to throw stones at uh, something you don't see as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it is tough. It's tough. And then I've really liked, though, that, that some of the responses that have come out have been people pointing out the inequities and inequalities in the AFLW competition. It's unfortunate that we have to keep talking about these things, but in this instance, I think it is good in a way because it's bringing to light things that some people maybe didn't realise, which is that, you know, it is really, really difficult for the New South Wales teams. It's really difficult for every team. The AFRW is not built in a way that is, you know, it's not built in the best way to actually foster the game. It's not built in the best way that supports and supports these women in becoming successful. It doesn't do its best to enhance that because of these inequities, because it's a part-time game, because we've only got 10 rounds, because, you know, we have this, um, this like inconsistency with when the season is and how long and where those expectations are even more magnified with the New South Wales teams because they don't, you know, it's the most expensive state. It's a more expensive place to live. We can't, we don't have the money to offer these players to say, hey, come over here for six months. And we don't have a draft that assists them in having access to all the talent across Australia. And in the more, you know, the states that are more football oriented, Aussie rules oriented, they have, you know, stronger development programs. They have opportunities for players uh, to be going and playing in the, for example, the Sandville W, I think, is where Hannah Ewings was playing. So she was playing against, she's 18, playing against women last year. Mm. So she's playing against those bigger bodies. She's got those opportunities yeah. because of where she lives. And the New South Wales teams don't have the access to those. So when, you know, Sydney was able to get Montana Ham to move up, and some people were sort of like, oh, well, that's, you know, how were they able to do that? Well, well, well that's great. I'm glad the Montana Ham was willing to go and do that because it meant that we can see the differences and we can see that, you know, if given the opportunity, we can actually have a better spread. But it needs money, it needs time, and, you know, fingers crossed that that is what happens in the next few years as you know, we get to that next CBA as we get to the next iteration of what the competition looks like. Yeah, no, pretty well said. Um, you pretty much covered all points. I mean, it's going to take patience. Uh, it's going to take a number yeah. of years, especially, yeah, like you said, in Sydney. They, they don't have the access to the academies like, uh, you know, the, the men's team do and so forth. Mm. Um, yeah, and that's – they're going to have to – yeah, AFL are really going to have to dig deep and put a lot of money into this and – making sure that, um, you know, it, it is an option for these girls, um, you know, that uh, they do have an AFLW future. And uh, the only way that's going to happen is if it does get to professionalism. 
and they yeah. do put money into the academies. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you're not going to you're not going to get. Um, yeah, you know, like let's say an Emma Carney probably not going to go to Sydney um, for you know same sort of money and risk you know you know and not have a livelihood here you know in Melbourne and stuff stuff like that and stuff yeah. like that. So it's gonna yeah it's gonna take a little bit of time. Um, it's probably you're probably looking at uh, you know 2024 2025 around that time yeah. before. Yeah, I mean GWS is going to struggle probably for the next couple of years. I'd have to think, um, and probably even Sydney as well until they start you know. The AFL. Yeah, and I think that they, they're they're obviously aware of it, um, mm. and they're doing what they can. So, doing what they can to get some interstate talent in and supporting them in a way that enables them to come and do that. And so, yeah, it's it is it is as you said, it's going to be an exercise in patience. Um, and if we can keep having productive conversations like this that aren't just throwing you know shit at women. sorry there was some very frustrating comments out on the internet last week and i try not to let it get to me but oh my goodness some people just need to chill out and also you know big blowout margins do happen they actually day before this one in the grand final so you know maybe we should all take a chill pill well, we had North Melbourne had, I think it was 10 losses in a row by 50 plus points or something like that, or 40 plus points, which was a record in the AFL. So, yeah, not my, not many people were sort of saying that, um, yeah, uh, anything about that. But when a when a yeah women's game gets blown out like the, like the GWS, oh, the game, talent pool isn't big enough, yeah, and yeah. all this and all that, and yeah, all... people are shooting from the rooftops. Yeah. If you can't say something helpful. Don't say anything. No, exactly. You're not not helping the situation just by being negative. But um, yeah, what can you do? Uh, I always uh, live by the theory of uh, Dennis Pagan once said, "Don't argue with fools because after a while you can't you can't tell the difference." So yeah, that's, yeah. So I always go by that motto. When I think about saying something, I just say, "No, I'll let it go." What's the point? Yeah, it's not going to be anyway. So it's not going to get through people's thick heads. Um, anyways, like, we'll move forward. Um, who do you have contender contenders halfway through the year? Now, I assume Richmond's going to be one of them now after beating their premiership favourites. Uh, who, who, yeah, who's yeah just going to fully get ahead of myself. Though, <laughs> oh, nothing gonna do. Premiership favourites now. Um, look, I, I still feel that Brisbane is the team to beat at this uh, stage. I know we're halfway through the season, but I still want to say it's early because it still feels early. I feel like, though, that Adelaide are starting to come into their best. Mm. I feel that Melbourne are starting to put together some of their best football. Um, and I think North have been a sneaky, just, they're just chugging along, doing what needs to be done. They're not going crazy. Um, you know, Jazz Garner, she looks just about ready to, to pop off and dominate everyone. So, I'm, I'm has, feeling them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's I still hard to go past Brisbane, isn't it? Like, it really is. They're just so, I don't know, particularly with, like, with like, like Kate Lutkins is going to come back. Um, yeah, her ACL in, what, March? Unbelievable. Mm. Um, and, you know, she's such an integral part of that defence. She's a brilliant leader. Um, so yeah, 
Look, what about I, Collingwood? Do you have them up there or anything? I, I'm really pleasantly surprised with Collingwood this year because I thought, honestly, they would struggle with midfield. I thought they've done really well without their scoring. Is I feel that their scoring is better. I haven't checked the stats on that. I'm going just vibes today, no stats. Um, I feel like their scoring is better, whereas last year they were really struggling to score. Um, and I think that – I think, oh, the, the move of Ash Brazzle, who, you know – Goes off, wins Commonwealth Games gold medal, then just pops back for some footy. And she's just so excellent at what she does. Whatever she's pretty does. good at what. Yeah. So they popped her in the forward line and she's just brought an extra um an extra element there and, and yeah, so why not? Why yeah. not? Well, you never know. Um, yeah, I mean, they were, they were close against Melbourne uh, a couple of weeks ago. Just um, just missed out at the end. Um, pretty pretty uh, poor conditions in the wet. And yeah, no, they've. I mean, they're four and one uh, with a percentage of 172. Yeah, their forward line has been uh, a lot better this year. They, I felt like they really struggled last year. They were kicking even when they were dominating teams. They were only you know kicking three or four goals at max uh, in games. Yeah, but, yeah they, they got uh, Chloe Malloy in the midfield. Um, yeah. Oh, the way that they're able to rotate through and, and putting Slasher through as well and yeah, cool. the different ways that they are approaching a season without Benici and Free is, um, yeah, it's really good. They, they've done really well and should continue to do so. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Now, you mentioned Jazz Garner before. Now, I've got her as the competition MVP so far, and that's my biased opinion, obviously. <laughs> Who do you think is right up there at the moment? You've got the Chris Parker skills, um, Maddie in particular. Georgie's, uh, she got suspended, didn't she? So, she did, she did. Yeah, I weeks. actually thought she might have copped three. I thought she might have copped the biggest suspension we'd seen. Um, reading that Erin McKinnon is suffering from very bad concussion uh, mm. symptoms, so that was really sad to hear. So I hope that she's on the mend quickly. Um, yeah, that... Disappointing to see. Um, I don't believe Georgie's intentions were, were anything other than just testing and tackling, but you've just got to be really careful when a player's already got their head towards the ground. That driving motion is just it's too dangerous. And, yeah, so it's a shame because I'm really loving Georgie's season from what I've seen of it. Um, obviously, much prefer Geelong playing than attacking brand of footy. Um, but even when they weren't, she was still great to to watch uh, watch her do her thing. She's fantastic. So it is disappointing that she won't be up in contention for the MVP now. Um, but yeah, both Press Parkers, Jazz Garner has been brilliant. Um, to put my own biased hat on, I am loving Monconti's season. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's pretty. It feels pretty even. Like last year, I felt like. Emily Bates kind of just was just, you know, running on top of everyone. And this mm. year I feel like it's a little more even. We're seeing some really fantastic performances, but it's also they've been really consistent. So, yeah. Mm. I don't yeah, know. yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit of luck of the draw too as well. So, it's, you know, it depends on uh, how umpires see it half the time. So, you know, well, uh... Yes, we'll, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we go, you know. Oh, that's a yeah. conversation for another day. We could get into that. We could spend some time on that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. But um, no, they're, they're fine. Oh, I've got no problems with the umpires in the AFL women's or anything like that. Uh, yeah, but um, I almost forgot. Now, we've got uh, round six coming up. Now, we've got the big showdown this week, the first one. Yes. 
Port Adelaide versus Adelaide, eight o'clock um, on Friday night, so tomorrow night, obviously. Um, yeah, are you looking forward to that one? Because those two teams in the men's just absolutely hate each other. It's probably one of my favourite games of the year in the men's comp. Yeah, it's really good. It's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm very excited for it. Um, really, it's the Aaron Phillips of it all. Um, I would love, and I'm not alone in this, I'm 100% sure, uh, I would love to see Chelsea Randall line up on Aaron Phillips in the middle to start the game. Don't care if they don't stay there, but I just want to see that. Um, even just seeing them on the front of the paper, um, Jason Bennett posted this awesome uh, lift out from the Adelaide paper this week that had all the players and Chelsea and Aaron and the cup that they're battling for or the plate, or whatever it is. Um, and it looked awesome. And I really am looking forward to it. I don't know that the game is necessarily going to be the greatest spectacle depends, I guess, if Port is able to bring the really exciting footy that they have shown in parts this season and bring it consistently. But I do think that Adelaide will eventually just sort of, you know, be like, "Hey, we're the big sister here. We're gonna we're gonna stomp you back down to size a little bit." But um, yeah, I'm I'm pumped for it. We've, there's some really good games this round. Um, it's gonna be a really great round of footy. Yeah, I mean, Bulldogs Geelong. That'll be yeah. a big, fair game. Um, that's pretty even. Uh, how do you think your girls will go against, uh, like we were talking off uh, before air, um, against a bit of your bogey team? Uh, how do you think you'll go <laughs> against the Suns? It should be a really good game. Like I said, um, like the Ellie McKenzie and Charlie Robottom going at it in the middle. Um, our our defence doing what they can do and with Jack Japay and... Uh, Tara Bahana doing some really good work in their forward line. They've been, yeah, they've been really fun to watch. And, yeah, I just hope everyone has fun. Um, It'll be my dad's first game for this season, so I'm excited to watch it with him. Um, And, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. Look, Richmond and the Gold Coast as clubs in general have a long history already, even though the history is quite short. That made sense. It's a storied history already. So I never quite know what to expect. Um, but I I do believe it's going to be fun. I believe it's going to be tight. And I think it's going to be very high pressure. So could be some nervous times. I'll have to keep an eye on that heart monitor. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that'll be good. Uh, hopefully, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a bit more of a, a comfortable win for you girls this week. But um, yeah, uh, Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah probably surprised me that they've um, that they're just outside the eight on percentage. That they've won three games. Um, yeah, because yeah, I, I thought they'd really struggle this year. They lost a few players to Port Adelaide. Um, they did. Yeah, Perth, Perth. It was really good to see them. I felt like like that that battle last week, that Port versus Gold Coast battle, was really just Gold Coast saying like, you know, since you've been gone, we're fine. <laughs> actually okay um yeah. i was very close to belting out a little kelly clocks in there um yeah, no. but yeah that, that was, that was <laughs> sort of gold coast being, saying goodbye to their exes and just saying that nah, we're fine actually we're okay but um yeah they they've, they've done well they the gap between their best games and their poor games this season has probably been the concern and that's where their percentages is a bit of an issue for them going forward if they were hoping, they would be hoping to make the finals. So, 
they need to probably show a bit more of that consistency and also the ability to put in like the full quarter effort because obviously last week you know port and it came at them hard in that fourth quarter so yeah they've been good they've been interesting along with west coast i think that west coast a similar way have also surprised me with what they've been able to do um they've been really a lot a lot better than i thought they would be and i apologize to west coast for that but only to the mm-hmm. players not the coach well they've won two games which is probably two more than i thought they would win to be honest with you um yeah Look. so yeah not to be too harsh no not for the players <laughs> at least no no that's right but uh no they, they've um they've been uh you know Competitive, at least. I mean, they've had a couple of players, mm. but uh, I was expecting that anyway. So, yeah. Now, before I let you go, um, Loz, I wanted to go to a round 10 game. Now, <laughs> I'm counting down this one uh, till this happens. Now, it's going to – now, the fixture hasn't uh, come out uh, – it's not going to come out till round nine or something like that. So, that's uh, – what are we looking at? Uh, late October, early November. Um, yeah. North Melbourne versus Richmond. So this is probably – what do you think this game will be in, in terms of means? Do you think uh, it will be for a top four spot? Uh, look, I <laughs> I need to be – I need to be realistic and pragmatic about these things. So let's say it's top four for you and we're – I don't know. We just want to show our teeth. I don't know. I, I don't know. I would yeah. love for us to make finals this year. I would be – this season, I would be thrilled with that. So I don't, I'm not worried about top four aspirations right now. Um, but yeah, I look the position that that North have been in the last few years. They obviously want to to give themselves the best chance they possibly can um, at success because they really have been such a strong team over the last few since they came into the competition. Um, so you want for them to be able to get some final success, I think. Mm, yeah, so, but, I don't know. It's yeah, gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna fine, be fun. Eh? <laughs> I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping it ends up being at like Marvel or something. That'd be fun too. Oh, 100 percent. Maybe yeah, they could yeah. do it like a double header. Do like a double header with like I don't know Melbourne West Coast and North and Richmond. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. No, you, you should uh, bring that up with uh, the AFL and uh, see I'll what they. I'll send a message. I'll send an email to Nick Livingston. Yeah, well, that sounds good. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, send an email. Uh, Text message, see if you can find her a messenger or something. Or, I don't know. So, yeah, and, uh, see, see what she says. Actually, no, you know what? Beck Goddard's good at getting things at Marvel. So, I'll, I'll message Beck Goddard instead. Yeah, that's probably more receptive as well. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Probably a good chance, probably more of a chance, I should say, that she would uh, get the message as opposed to Nick Livingston, who probably uh, are probably approachable and kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll um, we'll we'll leave with that. Now it's only a few weeks uh, to go to that one. So yeah, no. Uh, I'm looking forward. To only that. a few weeks to go until the last round. That's no, I know it's it's gone quick. Sad. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, what late October? So we're almost in early October now. Yeah. So only four weeks till then. So yeah, fun <laughs> all right, time. All right, let's let's get to round six first. All right. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that, yeah, no, that's a fair point. You can't, you can't uh, look too far ahead, can you? So, yeah, no, one week at a time, and uh, yeah, go from there. Well, anyways, Lawrence, did you want to add anything else? Um, no, I think that I think we've covered it all. I didn't actually say hi at the start, so I'm going to say hi now. Uh, oh, now fine. that we've spoken for half an hour, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like it's still more polite than just forgetting to entirely. 
No, well, uh, yeah, nice, uh, nice, to, nice to chat to you, uh, Was, and uh, thanks for saying hi. Oh, it was good to good to be here. Thanks, Dean. We'll see you later. Uh, yeah, uh, all right. Uh, we can people find you on Twitter if they wanted to chat to you about AFLW anyway before I let you go. <laughs> uh, at Lozmarine, L-O-Z-Z-E-M-A-R-I-N-E. Yeah, and uh, yeah. there's, there's, it's hockey pre-season, so there's some hockey stuff happening on my Twitter feed too. So, you know, I try to tag it so you can mute it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, if you're a big NHL fan, um, yeah, definitely look at those. So. Yeah, no, um, I'm looking forward to seeing all those tweets. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lots of yeah. lots of shouting. All right, <laughs> no worries. Thanks, well, thanks, thanks Loz. I appreciate you coming on the show, and I'm sure I'll chat to you soon. All right, see you. Talk to you soon. So thanks to Loza for coming on the show and yeah, sharing all the thoughts on AFLW. Always enjoy uh, when she comes on the show. I'm much the wiser person with AFLW when I listen to Loza talk. Anyways, that's it for this show. Um, much appreciated um, likes, retweets, comments, especially from Ian today. He had a really nice comment about uh, earlier podcast I did. Um, you know, quoted the tweet and yeah, said some really nice things. So shout out to Ian uh, for doing that. He doesn't have to do that, but um, yeah, look, he's a he's a big North Melbourne fan. So yeah, I'm glad I'm uh, yeah, bringing out content for him. Um, and thanks to everyone else that does it as well. Patrick Allwood, uh, always there thereabouts, and a number of others. I think it's. Uh, uh, oh, what's it, Matt Robinson? Is it? Um, also, you know, he always, um, yeah, always comments about how good the show is, and yeah, no, um, yeah, I, I, I can't, uh, I can't thank you, lovely listeners, enough. Anyway, so yeah, keep, keep doing that, and um, yeah, hopefully, it goes out to more people. Um, yeah, like I said, that's it for this episode. Um, I will be back next week. I did two shows today. Don't forget, I did an earlier one, so check that out. That's an AFL men's talk, and yeah. I'll be back next week. Um, probably do, yeah, like I said earlier, um, or in the previous episode now, I'm um, getting it mixed up, that, uh, yeah, it'll be a review of the AFLW women's game um, from Sunday evening. So that's it. I've talked enough shit for today. And today I will leave a shout-out to Shane Harvey. Bye for now.